Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Right Here, Right Now. This is Pat Young with Dog Ear Books, and this is where we talk to local authors and get uh, kind of their story about their stories. So today we are very lucky to have uh, Marilyn Duran. Uh, she is a, a fairly new author, and she has written a delightful children's book that uh, if you were lucky enough to see Storytime a few weeks ago, you got to hear it and see some awesome dancing. But uh, I'm going to let her kind of get into it and, and just basically start with Marilyn first. Welcome. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Yeah, so glad to have you. And um, tell us a little bit about how this came about. Where did, what started all this? Yeah, but, uh, basically I had a cat adopt me uh, mm -hmm. about, a, well, about the start of COVID. And uh, I was a little hesitant about having a cat around since I'd never had one before. So with the urging of a granddaughter who happened to be there at the time the cat came and um, uh, I decided, let's see if I can do this with a cat. So the cat comes back and ultimately uh, comes in the house and, and, I, and I let it come in the house. And so, yeah, so I'm learning to be a, um, a cohabitator with a cat and uh, my husband is there also with me and he's a musician. Mm -hmm. And he plays violin. He plays violin music beautifully. Uh, and so as the time went on, the cat, you know, warmed up to us more and was happy to have a home. But one thing that struck me that was so interesting about this cat, she loved his music. <laughs> it was just amazing. So that's kind of the background. I would watch this cat and how she interacted with my husband's music. So That's such a good story and such a good beginning for uh, something to come about. The, the name of the book is The Dancing Cat and Mouse. And so from that uh, germ of an idea that Marilyn got from just watching that interaction, and her husband is an amazing violinist. Um, he has played in front of our store a couple of art walks, and I think he'll probably be out somewhere around town for the next art walk. Uh, but it, it's um, the book itself it's it's really cute now you wrote the story correct but you had some help with the illustrations oh i certainly did my granddaughter who urged me to uh you know to take the cat in uh, heidi is her name mm -hmm. and she drew the cat picture in the book she actually had drawn that cat picture earlier a couple of years ago and and so when i got the idea for the book i asked heidi if we could use her cat and she said that would be wonderful. And uh, her mother, my mm -hmm. daughter-in-law, Leslie, is an art teacher oh, wow. at Cook Elementary in Fort Smith. And uh, Leslie helped, She Leslie created the mouse mm -hmm. and the old man, the music notes in the book. So mm -hmm. it's... And, and, and the uh, illustrations really do carry, help carry the story forward. And um, I love the fact that the look of the book where you have the the musical notes like streaming across every page to just kind of show that this is what's happening, you know, when all the, the characters are interacting. Um, now, how old is your granddaughter? Uh, let's see, she's ten and a half now. Okay, and so she was like nine. Yeah, when I first yeah. Got the idea for this, and the illustrations are really cute. Oh, thank and you. And so, um, but the story is, it's um, I would say it's probably a good. It's a good bedtime story. It's a good story to uh, encourage kids with music. But it's um, 
it's just a, a really sweet story for, for little kids. And uh, so we happen to have it in our bookstore in case you'd like to, <laughs> to purchase one. But uh, we were really happy to have Marilyn and her husband come to story time one week. And um, we had a couple of little girls there. And the song that her husband played on the violin was Let It Go, one of my favorites. And the little girls, we decided to dance like the cat and mouse did because they were dancing up a storm. And it was just a probably one of the best story times we've ever had. Uh, but um, the, the whole concept of the way that you put everything together. I mean, your family's involved in it. Your pet is part of it. Um, how did you go about getting it published? Oh, great. Yeah, I have a friend who uh, taught with a, a university uh, many years ago, and uh, she is now a publisher. Mm. And uh, she contacted me and asked me if I'd ever written any stories of any kind. She was looking for submissions and looking for a story line. And she said, I know you have some imagination, known each other for a long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said, you think you could write a, a story for a children's book? And I said, wow, I don't know. And you know what? I That was pretty much the inspiration. Well, the, not the inspiration. The cat was the inspiration for the book. But uh, her urging me along. And then along the way, um, you know, not having a big background in doing this, I would kind of ask her, what do you think? You think this is coming along? Mm -hmm. And so... Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I've always enjoyed stories, even as a, a young person. Uh, I enjoyed telling stories, <laughs> and I always had a vivid imagination. So this fit right in, especially with COVID, and we were all yeah, in the house. Really? Yeah, really? Um, yeah. Now, did you, ha as a kid growing up, I know a lot of our authors will say that they started writing and creating stories when they were much younger. Did you do that, or did you, like you said, just like telling stories? Just telling stories, more or less in my, in my own imagination mm -hmm. from uh, time spent out by myself with, out in the woods with nature. And, uh, you know, just when I was growing up, most all children were just, you know, outside playing all the time. Oh, yeah, and we so, were. This is true. <laughs> um, I had a lot of time on my hands, and we had to use our imagination. Absolutely. And uh, so probably from some of those experiences uh, that I had as a childhood. And that's, childhood, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, and uh, that's, you know, our inspiration comes from a lot of different sources. Uh, our, ki our kids and grandkids, great, yeah. great resources. And another thing yeah. that struck me also was animals. The, I've always loved animals. I have never really owned a cat before, and cats to me seem like they have a lot going on mm -hmm. in their mind. You can tell that they're, you know, they're kind of <laughs> studying things, mm -hmm. and, and I thought, through the process of doing this, let me give this cat a voice. Yeah. And I would, so you know, cute. kind of say, I know you can dance to this. I know mm -hmm. you can. And and uh, so cats have always been kind of mysterious to me. Yeah. You know. And they're, you know, they're, um, do, do you really own the cat or does the cat oh, own that's you? A good, yeah. It, <laughs> that's yeah. always the question that comes up. We that's have a, a, a neighbor's cat who's kind of like, we share the cat because it's an outside cat. And the first time we saw this cat was a Christmas, so we call it Christmas cat. We don't yeah. know if it's a boy or girl, but it'll wander around the house, and it'll come in, some, like you were saying. Yeah. We'll leave the door open, it'll come in, and it'll rub all over stuff, and it'll go, <laughs> yeah. um, And then my husband will try to pick it up, and it's like, nope, got to leave. You know, so I get that personality, and so it's so cute the way you <laughs> captured that, you know, put the cat in yeah. that story. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, but, okay, so that's your first book. Do you think right. you'll write more? 
I think so. Uh, as the story evolves in the book, it's also about the little mouse mm-hmm. and the relationship that they have together and uh, how surprised the mouse is at, at the kindness that was shown to him uh, by the cat. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe I should just do something about uh, kindness in uh, the mouse's perspective. Absolutely. Uh, oh, that would be And how good. important yeah. kindness is and mm-hmm. what kindness meant to the mouse mm-hmm. and, and being Those accepted. Yeah. So and that's just, kind of in my mind. I like that. Yeah. That, that yeah. would be a great next yeah. book um, because kindness is such a theme right now that we all, that we all want to um, encourage in kids. And sometimes, honestly, even older kids, they have maybe never really seen kindness modeled for them. And so the books that we're starting to see more of show examples, they show kids modeling that kindness to each other from little kids and the the struggle, because sometimes it's hard to be kind to somebody who's not very nice to you, you know, and just like the mouse. Is that cat going <laughs> to, is he going to like me or is she going to eat me? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. um, and how, how do you build that trust to be kind? So I think that's great. I will, I'm looking forward to that book. Thank so now you. you must write it. Okay. Thank <laughs> so, you. Um, so uh, uh, that's your next idea. And does the how do you how do you market it? Does the publisher help you any with that? With marketing the book? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not so much. Uh, she's in Texas uh-huh. and I'm in Arkansas. But when she is done with her semester, she's still teaching at university. She has mentioned that uh, she would like for me to come to the town where she lives Mm -hmm. and perhaps kind of go to the local bookstore there. Um, And the book is available on Amazon. I mean, it's there and it's got a nice little thing written by it. And uh, so, yeah, she's I think she's got some some ideas there um, as far as her local community goes. Mm -hmm. Um, But so far, that's been a little bit of a challenge because she's still working sure yeah she's going to retire yeah. i think the end of this year yeah so. and um as we talk to authors uh you know we we have talked to some earlier today i spoke with one and she has like 16 books out and she has been writing for what 10 years i think she said well really since she was seven <laughs> so you know um but she's writing a, a, a multitude like fantasy uh psychological thrillers the one of hers that i recently read oh it's so good but you know the um that path that everybody takes is so different oh i, know. I mean you know yeah. like some people start when they're six and some people come to it later mm-hmm. when when we've retired mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. our you know careers or whatever and we have that time and when the, I, I think when that um, creative bug is in you, uh, mm. that's when you'll see it, you know. <laughs> and grandkids, like I said, are a great inspiration for stories and to include them. And that's what I loved about your book is that that inclusion of your daughter, daughter-in-law, your granddaughter, um, and then your husband. <laughs> I love it because the picture of him is basically from behind, right? With yes. him playing his violin yeah, and the exactly. music streaming from page right. to page. And uh, then I think, doesn't he, there is a, there's a list of music that he plays. Yes. What is that list Th- of music? That, that was the publisher's idea. And she was write down some of the favorite songs that, mm-hmm. that, that, you, that he plays that mm-hmm. the cat loves. And that was a list of music. And he's got a broad range. He plays uh music by sting he plays mm-hmm. uh you know uh, gershwin songs 
Uh, he practices every day. He he plays uh, Paco Bell's he Cannon plays Paco in D, Bell which Cannon. is like my favorite and song. So, you know, those were those yeah. were Ravens. So it so. is. So let the, it go. Right. I mean, let it know, go. So he's he, got he, children's songs yes. that he plays. So, yeah. Uh, so um, you know, but that's. I definitely think we need to see more of Cat and Mouse, and <laughs> the man, <laughs> the man with You're the music. Kind. Yes. Um, but um, <laughs> when you were growing up as a kid, what kind of books drew you? What did you like to read? Oh, we didn't have a wide variety of books like they do now. Just mainly the books from school, you know, mm-hmm. Dick and Jane and those mm-hmm. things where you learn in school. Yeah. Um, pretty much that was it. I, I can remember our, our school had classroom libraries, uh-huh. and we had an entire series of, like, biographies. Right. And I read all the biographies. Now, whether they're really accurate today, <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, Florence Nightingale, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. all kinds of people. And I love that, but Nancy Drew. Oh, yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Nancy. Um, yeah. yeah, I read a lot of those. books similar to what you're talking about yeah. from school, you mm-hmm. know. Exactly. Sort of I know. <laughs> yeah. We lived kind of out of town, so we didn't go to the library much. Right. I don't even think we had a bookstore. But um, the bookmobile came around, and I would spend, like, I'm sure the driver would be like, is she ever going to leave? And I would check out the maximum. Um, because, you know, That's it's good. just a way to get lost in the books. And um, I think that carries over then as we get older. You know, that sticks with us. And hopefully causes us to, you know, spurs us on to maybe write a little something ourselves. So I think... And for That's me awesome. personally, one of the things is having just retired from an academic career mm-hmm. where I've published in, in uh, nursing journals and other journals, it was always that scientific research, always that mm-hmm. big push to have the solid numbers and, uh, you know, uh, going up for tenure at universities and having your scholarship in place. So for me, this was just so much fun. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, not to very have to be so technical yes. and yeah. so precise and... Uh, you know, so I was like, now that I've retired, let me try to get back in touch with some of that creativity. Yeah, yeah. But it was just, it was so much fun. Oh, I can't yeah. tell you how much fun yeah, it was putting it together. When you read the book, you see the book, you can yeah. you can see the joy that's in that book. You are local. You live yes, in Russellville. Yes, I, I live here. Really and, but close. you're going to be kind of traveling some Oh, we travel up, but, about, yeah. And, and yeah. everything, but yeah. then coming back here. Oh, yes. All right. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, definitely we want to keep in, in your loop as far as anything else that you write. Because oh, sure. um, yeah. I think it I think it's great. And to have you on our children's story time was uh, really good. Oh. That's the first time we've ever done it. And <laughs> I, I think we probably should do that more. But... Uh, if so, you haven't started another book yet, but you have a germ of an idea. I do. I have the first few few sentences in my mind mm-hmm. uh, from the mouse. And so. really, writing um, writing ch- a children's book is very different from sitting down and writing a novel, a young adult or a fantasy, whatever genre novel. I know. Um, before we opened the bookstore, I found a course that you could take online on writing children's books. Wow. And it was uh, it was actually, I think it was called Ed2Go was the program, and it was sponsored through different universities and, and colleges, and I took it through UACCM. They were the host of it or whatever. So it was like a 12-week online thing, and I learned so much about... Um, the way children's books are written, they're like in, in uh, pages of fours, and I think 32, you know, multiples of four, um, and just technically very different from writing 
you know, you do a lot more, I guess, putting the words down with a, a novel. But children's books are also very, they're very particular about how, how you put them out. So it's a different kind of challenge. And it's not like it's super easy. (laughs) (laughs) But if it's fun, it's easier, you know. Um, So your book is available, is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon. Okay. And do you, do you ever, have you ever had any any reviews on your book? Have you seen any? Not yet. I I need to look and see. I yeah, know. I know. Yeah. Not everybody wants to read their reviews. Oh, okay. You know? and, I mean, okay. some people do. Um, I've had authors say, you know, yeah, that they like to read the good and the bad, or the negative, you know. Right. Because uh, the good is, is great for your ego and, you know, to encourage you. But the negative things are important, too. You know, like, um, why did you have that character do that? And this wasn't clear and that kind of stuff. So... She was saying it's it's uh, important to read them all, but not let them really get to, you know, <laughs> don't let them completely, you know, turn you off of being a writer. But um, how long did it take you to put that book together? Uh, it took longer than what you would think. Uh, there was delays primarily with... Uh, Getting the making sure that the the words made sense and that what I thought what kind of verbiage needed to be in there and what would what would a reader think about that which my editor was really helpful with that and we didn't mm-hmm. change the words up too much we changed them a little bit because I put a lot of things in there like but mm-hmm. and that sort of thing and not you know but we did but the cat was the mouse was so surprised and a few other twos here and there we might have taken out mm-hmm. but uh just getting that done, and then the uh, illustrations. Uh, the illustrations are just as important mm-hmm. in a children's book, it, maybe even more so than the text, because that's that's the story that's got to bring it together. Exactly. Uh, bring the picture has to bring. I mean, that bring it all together. Uh, but it took a little while, you know, getting that information. Had to get the text to my daughter-in-law, and then uh, she had to actually formulate in her mind what this mouse character should be like Mm -hmm. and how would the old man look and where would he sit and it took some time I mean she didn't just so it took a few months to get that part together now this was during COVID this was during COVID which is a great use of that time she was teaching and was still teaching online I had yeah and it wasn't um I was still working during COVID but I did retire uh, toward the end of 20 and uh that's when I started working on this so Mm -hmm. it, it does take some time uh, from a, and also, you know, if is on my, from the text part of it, I could not visualize the illustrations. Mm. I mm. could do the text and think about what I wanted to convey in the words, but it was hard for me to say how I wanted the illustrations to look. So that was a bit of a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it is, uh, you know, because sometimes that's that's the case, and so the illustrator has quite a bit of freedom. Absolutely. I know the one. Yeah. The one that I've tried to write, I know exactly what I want. Oh, really? I okay. well, I'll know it when I see mm-hmm. it. It's, it's kind of like I have an idea, and um, you know, so I'm always asking people, where did you get your illustrator or whatever? And so there apparently are places online now that you can go. I've talked to a couple of people lately, and their illustrators in Thailand or oh, really? You know, yeah. yeah so people all over the world are putting portfolios together, so you could go in and go. Okay, I like this. I oh, like this. That's a good idea. So, um, you know, because a fantasy book, probably going to have an elf or a fairy or, you know, some kind of character on the front. 
Um, and we, we were talking also <laughs> the last interview about how, you know, you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but yeah. come on, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. That cover is yeah. what draws you to the book sometimes. It really does. And uh, it's interesting. I've noticed that books that we get that are like rom-coms, they're like just a little romantic comedy kind of loves. There is a type of illustration with those that I could tell you, if, if you just showed me the illustrations of books, I could tell you exactly what that book was. And then, there, you know, fantasy has its own kind of thing. So... You come up with the words, and then sometimes it's better to let somebody else interpret yeah. it because, yeah. you know, but I'm sure people are like, no, I want it to look this way, and you got to have that input from people. I didn't really have any preconceived ideas about that other than the cat. Yeah. Because Heidi, my granddaughter, drew that cat, and, I, and you know, <laughs> she also was the kind of the impetus for this, too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, come on, you can get this done. And, and she uh, has a sense of pride because she's published yes, with her, her grandmother in the book. and so yeah. it was kind of fun to do that with my grandchild oh, absolutely. And, and, and I thought what a nice legacy to leave for her for yeah. later on and for her kids. Well yeah so. and you don't know where that will go no. you know it was she she may become start writing and and you know generations may may come from this very well. basic sweet idea and uh, so that's exciting. What a wonderful thought. I know that's yeah. so great. Um now, as far as the writing, I know some writers, things are very chaotic because they have young children and they have another job and they have all this other stuff going on. Being retired and not really having all those other things on you, did you find that it was easier for you to be able to find the time to sit down and really write it out and then look at it again and it was a little easier time-wise for you yeah absolutely I didn't have as many distractions and mm -hmm. hardly none really mm -hmm. and uh, I could tap into another part of who I was yeah or you know and mm -hmm. uh, yes it was perfect timing uh, just let those imagination you know mm -hmm. just let the let the thoughts flow and begin to think about it and honestly back again it was that cat yeah <laughs> I just they she just mystified me you I had to I know for story. all you cat yeah. lovers out there you'll understand I guess mm -hmm. but uh, I never like I said never had cohabitated with the cat but they're they're deep thinkers mm -hmm. you know they're very deep into their thoughts and <laughs> so I just wanted to connect with that cat I wanted to be her buddy yeah and I wanted to we reach do, yeah. into her and I, I, you know, I, I think maybe I wanted to dance with the cat. There you go. Oh, now that's <laughs> another that's what story. It was. I want to dance with this cat. Well, and you know, I think one of the one of the most um, amazing and important things to, to for people to get from our interview is we we interview a lot of local authors at all stages of life. Many of them are quite young, mm -hmm. and you know they maybe you know plan on doing this for a living someday um but to to hear from somebody who is retired you've had your career yep. and now you've got grandkids and and you know um that it's this is a whole new world that you could open up to if you are uh in that position you know you're older mm -hmm. um and maybe you've got some ideas you're never too old and i think that's what's great you're never past that point of um, creating something, so I, I think that's a really good thing to learn from this because you know you're you're such a you told such a great story and you're very <laughs> vibrant and um, excited about it and oh. so I think that's a great message for people to hear. Or do you have anything else you'd like to share? No, 
Uh, really just, uh, just just the power of music. I mean, it's, you know, it's powerful for animals, too. Mm -hmm. uh, one last thing I, I do remember when I, I had dogs, little dogs, little tiny dogs for many years till they got sick and passed on. But the music, when my husband would play that, they were kind of scared and would run away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah, so it was, it was honestly that cat. Yeah. Um, but... Um, Oh, and I just want the children and, uh, well, everyone that, that reads the story to re remember and realize, too, that uh, I just want kids to understand that, uh, you know, some kids are really bashful and they'll say, well, I could never do that or, uh, mm -hmm. you know, or I could never sing. And you know that they have a beautiful voice, but maybe someone's told them that they couldn't do it, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you know, and or maybe they've been made fun of by other children or somebody that oh, yeah. says, oh, you can't sing. Yeah. And really they can, mm -hmm. but hopefully another message, one of the messages in the book is that they will take a chance mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to share your gifts. Yeah, because, because really, isn't that what the cat did? I mean, the cat was, a, and the mouse. That's what the mouse did. They were hesitant. They the mouse like, was oh, scared yeah, because yeah. the, you know. That's true, that's you a know, good point. cats usually chase mice. <laughs> yeah. They don't get along very well. <laughs> yeah. But the cat was, it was really, I think the cat was just so surprised by this mm -hmm. because the, the cat had been in the shadows, scared to come out, scared that the mouse might, you know, attack it or maybe even eat mm -hmm. it. I don't mm -hmm. know what mm -hmm. would happen. But also knowing that uh, the mouse knew that he could sing too. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't have the, use your courage and, you know, don't be afraid to share it if you know just to any Absolutely. of the young folks out there listening if you've got some talent don't let anyone hold you back That's or right. anything That's you just right. you just move forward with that and 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 take that chance and share your gifts uh, and i love you know, that because you know because you yeah. like i said in the book you never know who might want to sing along and the and the mouse was super surprised <laughs> that that cat was so kind mm -hmm. and asked him mm -hmm. to sing along yeah <laughs> and remember the cat even taught the mouse mm -hmm. a few new songs yeah and soon they were big buddies yeah. so don't just stereotype things and think mm -hmm. well this is just the given and i have to live under these rules or this whatever you folks just share your gifts and shine and be who you exactly. are exactly exactly you know? well so. said yes well said miss yeah. marilyn duran mrs marilyn i guess and her <laughs> husband who um Laird. Laird. Yes, very Laird. different name. <laughs> I should remember that. That's and a uh, great violinist and uh, good storytelling here. And so uh, we're just really happy that we were able to have you on our podcast. Thank you and, for having uh, me. Absolutely. And we'll look forward to the next book. All right. Thank so you so much. Keep us informed at Dog Ear Books. If you have any questions or want to check on getting a copy of uh, Marilyn's book, you can call us at Dog Ear Books. 219-5123 or just check out um, just come in the store and check it out because we've got our book in the store so uh, anyway thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you next time mm -hmm.